Hello and welcome back to the Euro Trips Across the Pod podcast. We are back for a sort of a new series. We're going to try and go through every team in the NFL and do a season preview for that team. So our first team we're going to preview in this series is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And my guest with me is a returning guest, a fan favourite, a big Steelers fan, well known in the NFL UK community. It is Freddie Harper-Davis. How are you, Freddie? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm all good. Um, it's quite, it's quite nice now knowing that we're in July. We're only two months or so away from the season, so uh, yeah, it actually feels like um, this long, horrible drought is going to be over, and we can finally get back to watching some football. Yeah, definitely. I think that's what the NFL does great in terms. Of they do make that off season quite go quite quick. You've got the draft, you've got all the free agency bonanza, and you've got you know. Talk to talk shows like Goodman and Good Morning Football, all those ones. They do do a great job of really just picking out specific teams and doing that. So I think the NBA draft was what I'll say a week after the season ended. That's really I know they get a shorter off season, but I was amazed because I don't really follow NBA as much. But I was I was amazed by how quick after the season finished they had the draft. It must have been within a week, and I think that just means they've literally got free agency, and that's about it now with um, the NBA. So it's um, I do like the fact that the NFL does make sure that it isn't just six, seven months of just absolutely nothing. I think, especially these days with the amount of free, especially this year with the amount of free agent stuff that went on this off season, that really made it a good off season. It, it just flew by for me. So I'm looking forward to, you know, the next or the two months time. Of course, I'll be going to a lot of the games this year as well in America. So um, exciting, exciting season for a personal point of view, but also I think this season is going to be amazing, especially the AFC, and I think that's where we come to you, Freddie, with the AFC North, one of the best divisions in the NFL. Of course, you've got the reigning AFC champions in the Bengals, you've got the Browns, Ravens, and you've got your Steelers. Um, in terms of the offseason, there's been some ins and outs. Uh, Miles Jack being one, Mason Cole coming in, Larry Ogunjobi, Mitch Trubisky, James Daniels, as well as the draft picks of Kenny Pickett and George Pickens, and the re-signing of Akella Weatherspoon. And then Outcomings, you know, Juju Smith-Newster's gone after many years of the team, Joe Hayden, Eric Ebron, and, of course, Big Ben to retirement. And, of course, there was a sad loss of Dwayne Haskins, which no one saw coming, and that was a truly sad occasion. Um, but as a Steelers fan, Freddie, how have you found the off-season? Do you think the Steelers have done well? Do you think they could have done something better? How have you found your team has done so far in the off-season? Um, this is... This is obviously a really, really crucial offseason for us because our big, well, the, the face of the franchise since 2004 has retired. So we're now going to post-Ben era. Um, obviously, his performances in the last couple of years have clearly not been what they were before. Um, so now we move on. We've, we've, got, we've got a big quarterback battle between likely Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. Um, which I think majority of Steelers fans are fairly happy with the the, the picket pick in the the first round. Obviously, he's a pit guy, knows Heinz Field as well as everybody else. Um, I mean, the training complex is literally next door to the Steelers complex, so the Steelers are going to know absolutely everything about Kenny. Um, so they'll probably know more about Kenny than Kenny does himself. So uh, I think we can trust the Steelers that they've got that pick fairly good. Who we see at quarterback this year? I don't know. I actually really like Mitch Trubisky. Um, the Bills organisation have had nothing but positive things to say about him. Uh, the only reason we didn't see him much last year is because Josh Allen is 
quite frankly, in my opinion at the moment, the best quarterback in the league. So uh, you're not going to displace him. He had a good solid year in Buffalo behind some good coaching, joins a different organisation who also got good coaching, and um, we'll see how he goes. There are, there are a few concerns. Um, the offensive line, we've kept the same two tackles. We've signed um, Chucks, our right tackle, to a, I can't remember, I think it's a three-year deal. Um, we've obviously changed our centre yet again. Um, we've gone with Mason Cole as the, the centre who's who played for the Vikings last year, but he's not an out-and-out centre. He can play guard as well. But bearing in mind how poor our centre play was with Kendrick Green last year, anything is an upgrade. So we look forward to seeing what happens there. Um, and um, on the defensive side, we've now got a new defensive coordinator. Keith Butler's retired, so... Um, We've got change there. We've also got obviously uh, a guy that you know quite well, also now in in the big part, Brian Flores of our defense. And he's in charge of linebackers and also a senior defensive assistant, which is good for two reasons. One means that you've got two experienced guys in charge of defense. And also with our inexperienced offense, lots of young players, it leaves Mike Tomlin to actually go and deal with that where the coaching is probably going to be needed to get these players to the next level um, and leaves the the other guys just in charge of our defence. Um, so all in all, I'm happy with our with our off-season. I think we've improved. Um, but as you say, the AFC is an, an arms race. So uh, how, we've, how we do compared to other teams, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I think the Brian Flores hiring is brilliant. I think that... Everyone who knows me and everyone who's listened to a previous podcast will know how big a fan I was of Flores and how gutted I was when we got rid of him. So I think to have him there, someone who's such a good defensive mind, look at his time back at the Patriots and, of course, three years at the Dolphins, two winning seasons out of three, um, unlucky not to make the playoffs, really, with the two winning seasons. And, of course, the one year he came into an absolute, absolute mess and he managed to get five wins out of that team. And I think that was an achievement in itself. Um but in terms of the quarterback situation, um, now, who do you see starting week one? And do you see that same quarterback starting come week 18? Well, I'll answer the second bit first. Yes, I think he'll stay all season. And I think it'll be Mitch Trubisky, um, purely because Tomlin has said himself he doesn't really fancy playing a rookie quarterback straight into the fight. I know Kenny Pickett is older. Um, he's 24. I think he might even be 25 when the season starts. Um, so he isn't, he's an older rookie, but even so, I, I think that we'll go with Trubisky this year and Kenny Pickett will be back up. He might not even be back up. He might just be QB three with a clipboard all season. Um, and let Mason Rudolph be a backup because as much as Mason Rudolph is not that liked within the Steelers organization, he's, he's a, He's a, he's a usable backup, and we, we have won games with him at quarterback before. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think we'll go with Trubisky this year. Um, I could be wrong on that, but what I've seen of him, he did a solid job in Chicago. Obviously, it wasn't brilliant, but he had a winning record. He got to the playoffs. He had terrible coaching in Matt Nagy. He moved to Buffalo, had a solid year behind Josh Allen, um, got a chance to prove himself, refresh, start again. And now he moves to an organisation where, in my opinion, he's the main man. And we'll see what he's got to deliver. And yeah, I, I honestly think 
Trubisky might surprise a few people, much like the Steelers will probably surprise a few people this season. Yeah, I'm on the board of Trubisky. I've everyone who listened to the last podcast when he ranked quarterbacks, I ranked him 24th out of 32. I think that he is someone that I think I don't think they've been as quite as bad as people make out. Looking at our stats here. Obviously, he had seven touchdowns, seven interceptions in 12 games, 12 starts in 2017, his rookie year. His best year was next year when he got to the playoffs, double doink away from making the divisional round. But he had 24 touchdowns, 12 picks, and um, then 17 touchdowns, 10 interceptions a year after that, and then 16 touchdowns, eight, eight interceptions after that. So I think he's never really been a turnover machine, and I think that he has been under some terrible coaching in Matt Nagy, and I think... The year he's had as a backup, playing beside a really good quarterback in Josh Allen and a really good coach in Sean McDermott, someone who's massively underrated. I think that will only do him favours. I think with a Mike Tomlin, someone who hasn't lost, had a losing season since he joined in whatever year that was, 2007. Um, and I think that his job will be, obviously they might go more run heavy with G. Harris potentially, but I think that if, you know, Mike Tomlin will get the best out of him because he's actually a good coach. There's a reason why he's never had a losing season. And I think he will make Trubisky into a better callback. And I actually think it's between him, James Winston, and it was another one I can't think who it is now for comeback player of the year. I really do think that he's got a really good shot at it because he's been maligned. Obviously, the MVP joke has surrounded him ever since that game where it was on Nickelodeon. And um, I think that he, now he's going to have this. I think he's got a really good chance of being comeback player. I still think it's James Winston personally, but um, I think he's one of the players I think could be a could be a shout for comeback player of the year, and I think he'll do well. Um, but of course, my other question to you was Freddie about Mike Tomlin. Of course, playing in a tough division, a tough conference as well. I mean, he got the Ravens had injuries last year. They would have got to the playoffs if it wasn't for the injuries. Um, of course, everyone knows what the Bengals did last year and the Browns will probably be a mess, but the overall, the whole conference is so hard. I think it's going to be tough for you guys. My question to you, Freddie, do you think this will be the year where Mike Tomlin finally has a losing season? No, I, I genuinely think, as I said earlier, I think we've improved on last season. Um, we tried to make Big Ben and Matt Canada, our offensive coordinator, work, and they run two completely different schemes. Matt Canada was trying to get Big Ben to do sideways, lateral, run around sort of stuff, and it just didn't really work. Um, now he's got a, a guy who's not the most mobile, but he's a lot more mobile than Ben ever was <laughs> in the last three or four years. So, um, yeah, I, I think we'll see a big improvement. And also one thing that doesn't get mentioned much about the Steelers is how many weapons, just how many offensive weapons the Steelers have. You've got the running back, obviously, Najee Harris, who everyone is expecting to have big years. He's even being drafted as RB2 or 3 in fantasy because people are expecting big, big things from him. Um, you've got Deontay Johnson, who's one of the better receivers in the league. Chase Claypool, who had a down year last year, but he's got all the ability in the world if he wants to make a, a name for himself. Um, we drafted um, George Pickens, who, uh, if any guys here let's watch a bit of college football, will know what a talent he is for the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, he's one who's got some an interesting background, but you can keep him fit and healthy and keep his mind on the football. He will, he will really, really be a threat. And then you're not forgetting the tight end, Pat Frymuth as well. He had a really solid rookie year and 
is expected to do big things coming on. So there's plenty of weapons for Trubisky to choose from. Um, our defence is still very good. We've got the best defensive player of the year. Obviously, I'm going to mention another guy you know very well in Minka Fitzpatrick getting a big contract extension. Um, and uh, he is obviously a big part of our secondary. I do have question marks about our corners. Obviously, we've lost Joe Hayden. So Witherspoon is going to be our CB1. And he had a good year last year, but I still have a few question marks. And obviously, there's a few question marks about offensive line. But are we bad enough to lose nine games this year? No, I think we'll, we'll have a winning record. I even think we might just nick a wild card spot like last year. Oh, I mean, that would be, I think, that would be a shock, I think, because most people I know who are doing their predictions now, not many are saying the Steelers will make it. I think the one thing that will make them there is Tomlin, but it is a tough schedule. We will get onto that in a bit. Um, but do you, obviously, TJ Watt had a great year last year, won defensive player of the year, probably should have won it the year before that as well. But do you think he can win it again? Or do you think that there'll be someone else that will take the mantle off him? Um, it's hard to say. I mean, one guy I absolutely love, and to be honest, if he wasn't on a rookie year, he would have the real chance of getting it last year, was Micah Parsons. And uh, I think if he produces anything like um, he did last year, he's got every chance of winning. One thing with the NFL is they don't often like to go repeat winners. So... Uh, there's often a chance that even if TJ does have another unbelievable year, that someone else will come in and have a big year themselves. I think Micah Parsons is one. Um, there's a couple of defensive guys on the Chargers who could well do it as well. I mean, I love their offseason. They're, they're, they're my team to watch um, on, a, on an AFC note. I really do like what they did defensively in the offseason. Um, but yeah, I, I, as long as TJ produces anything near what he did last year, then um, he's worth every penny of his massive contract. So that's fine by me. Yeah, I think some players, you know, deserve to get paid when they get paid. And I think he's one of them. He's absolutely deserved to pay right. He, he deserved this. I think he has been brilliant in the last couple of years. I mean, that family gene is amazing. I mean, obviously, JJ Watt for years was one of the best players in the league. Now you've got TJ as well. It's, yeah, he's an excellent player. And I think that he'll be in there. In the mix again, I think you've got, obviously you've got Miles Garrett, you've got Micah Parsons, Aaron Donald will be obviously there again. I think even someone like, even someone like Chris Jones is a dark, is a dark horse, same as someone like Max Crosby, but uh, Joey Bosa, as you said, could be one. And I think hopefully Brandon Staley this year learns how to use timeouts right. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. I think there's a lot of good players in this league and I'm really intrigued who will come out of that with the, with the crown. Um but our final segment of this preview is going through the fixtures. So what I'm going to do with every guest, I'm going to give them a quick fire round. I'm going to go through every game in order from week one to week 18. And they will give me a simple answer, win, loss or tie. We'll then have a record overall. And then at the end, Freddie will tell us where he thinks his team will finish and where they'll get to. He's already given a hint to that earlier. Um, so we probably know the answer already, but here we go. So... Week one against Cincinnati. Oh, we won in Buffalo week one last year, so I'm tempted. <laughs> but I'm getting no, to be honest, we're in Cincinnati. Realistically, that's a loss. Yeah, I mean, that game against Buffalo, I mean, that's looking at now how the season went. I don't know how you guys beat them, I don't know. It must have been just week one, Russ. It must yeah. have been. 
Um, week two at home to the New England Patriots. Well, Belichick's got a very good record against us, but that's due to Brady. I, I don't re- honestly, they lost JC Jackson. I think it's a big loss for them in their secondary. I don't think the Patriots, uh, Bill's one of these guys who can get three or four win looking teams to win nine games. So you never know, but I think the Steelers will win this game. So one on one at the moment. Um, next up, away to the Cleveland Browns. Tom Lynn always wins in Cleveland, so win. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this might be the same answer. Um, at home to the New York Jets. Yeah, win as well. Although the Jets, they're going to be a dark horse. Again, there's another team that I love their offseason. I really like their head coach. Um, and Zach Wilson's a guy that could, again, be another one that surprises a few people. But I, I think the Steelers win that at home. Jets are, are a little bit of a dark horse this year. I'd agree. I think maybe not this year, but certainly the year afterwards, I think they're definitely a team that's going the right way. I mean, getting in someone like Joe Douglas has been has been brilliant. And I think that they had the best draft, in my opinion, out of all the teams. Obviously, the draft never automatically guarantees you stars, but I think the players they brought in on paper look very good. And I think they're definitely heading the right direction. And probably just maybe a year too early with all that division they're in. And then obviously just maybe not ever every position's been complete yet. But they're definitely going in the right way. Um Speaking of your, that division, week five on the road to the Buffalo Bills. As I say, we won there last year, <laughs> but that was a fluke. Um, yeah, I think, again, realistically, this is a loss. Yeah, I, I think that'd be, for me, I think they're the best team in the whole AFC. And I think they might well end season 16-1, and 15-2. Um, and two. I think they could have one of the best regular seasons we've seen in a long time. Um, doesn't get any easier. Week six against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Pittsburgh. Um, I did say that Brady does have a great record against us. I, I don't know about this Buccaneers team because obviously Bruce Arians is now mm. in the front of or somewhere yeah. in the way in some office somewhere. Um, and they're all a bit older, which <laughs> I, I, I don't know about this team. I, yeah. I feel like Brady's back more because because he just wants to keep playing rather than he's going... I I don't really know. Um, But this is the sort of game that I think we'll win but end up losing. So I'm going to put us down as an L on that one. I think it's interesting, you know, with the head coach change. I mean, I've always said, you know, Aaron's might be a bit overrated, but I think Todd Bowles, I know he's New York Jets, but he, I don't think he did anything special. That's why he didn't last very long there. And I think it's interesting... That you can be a great coordinator, but then put in head in a head coaching spot, whole different kettle of but fish. Then in, but then, in fairness, there's how many good coaches have gone to these sort of dreadful franchises and not not resurrected them? There's hundreds. So <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm willing to give them a chance. I think this Steelers Bucks game will be quite a good game. I, mm-hmm. it, it will go down to like a field goal either way. So I'll, I will I'll go for an L just to be realistic, but. <laughs> that one, yeah, my, my that's why my heart's saying Steelers. My head's going back. <laughs> um, here's the interesting one: Week Seven on the road against the Miami Dolphins. Well, I'm not going to give you the win, am I? <laughs> <laughs> it would depend on the podcast I'm on for this one. I think. But as I'm on here with the Dolphins fan, I've got to say Steelers win. Oh, oh, and I, I mean. No, I can't but, see. Yeah, I can't see at all. We, 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 
we said this before we came we we started this that um the dolphins is going to rely on what we see from Chua, frankly mm. not often do i say that a season hinges so much on the quarterback but it in miami's case it really does and if he can get the likes of um hill waddle gaziki um if he can get them all going then miami are going to be a, a real threat but it's quite a big if um yeah, and we don't have a good record in Florida. So again, this would be one that I would say maybe we won't win, but for purposes here, I'm going to say we win it. <laughs> um, week eight on the road to the Philadelphia Eagles. We never, ever win in Philly, so that's a loss. And then week nine's a bite. Um, week 10, at home to the New Orleans Saints, of course, new head coach, of course, Sean Payton no longer there. Yeah, I agree with you about Jameis Winston, by the way. He was really, really good before he had that season-ending injury. There were five and two, and then it all went a bit downhill from there. Um, but the Saints without Peyton, without a few of their players from last year, yeah, I, I I don't really see them as... I don't really see the NFC South as much of a threat this year, to be honest. Um, I think that is the weakest division of the lot. Um, that'll be a Steelers win. And then week 11 at home to the Cincinnati Bengals. Oof. Well, I put the Bengals down to win week one and they obviously did the easy double over us last year. Mm. I'm going to... Oh, I'm going to... I think the Bengals aren't going to be quite the same team that they were last year, purely because they've they had that sort of surprise factor of suddenly Jamar Chase bursting onto the scene and being unbelievable. Um, I think a few teams will figure them out a little bit. They're still going to be a threat. This game, though, I can't. Ref- I think it's a pro- this is a prime time game, isn't it? Because you're going to it. If I'm yeah, right. yeah. So it's going to be on the so, Sunday. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I got to think it might be the one twenty, but I'm not totally sure what time on the Sunday because the time difference confusion online. But it's on the Sunday. I know that. But um, I think it's I think it's Sunday night football and uh, uh, the Steelers yeah. at home on prime time tend to do quite well. So I'm gonna I'm gonna back, I'm actually gonna surprise some people here and say the Steelers win this one. Oh, okay. Except currently six and four, no, six and four at the moment. So um, yeah. how do they do down the stretch? Let's find out. So week twelve on the road to Indianapolis Colts. Oh, that's difficult. This bit like Philly, where we have a terrible record in Philadelphia against the Colts, we seem to beat them all the time. We have a brilliant record against the Colts. Um, I, again, this is a tough one because obviously they've got Matt Ryan now in this new system. He's he spent his entire life in Atlanta, so he's now got to adjust to a new life in Indianapolis. They seem to be the sort of team that go ten and seven every season without fail. Um, Sometimes that'll make the playoffs, sometimes that won't. I think because I was a bit optimistic with us winning in both Miami and beating Cincinnati, I'll put a loss here. But <laughs> this one, again, is a bit 50-50. Speaking of Matt Ryan, his former team, Atlanta Falcons, host you guys in week 13. Easy win. Uh, they're rebuilding. Um, but this, again, we always seem to lose to one of these rebuilding teams every year. <laughs> <laughs> But Mariota's the quarterback. This team's a mess. I, I've, I've, I've got to say the Steelers win this game. Yeah, fair enough. Um, week 14 at home to the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, again, the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, if you look up his season stats, they're brilliant regular season, but they play against the Steelers and he's not, 
he hasn't had a single good game yet against the Steelers, which is very strange because Mike Tomlin seems to know how to play against him. So I'm going to say Steelers win on this one. Okay. Uh, week 15, on the road to the Carolina Panthers. This is another team that look an absolute mess. Um, I haven't got a clue who their quarterback's going to be. I don't even think their head coach knows who their quarterback is going to be. Um, looks like it might be Sam Darnold, but whether he will be by that point of the season, God, it might not be Baker Mayfield or, I don't know, they might even trade Nathan Peterman by that point. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they're, they're a complete car crash, so uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers to win that. And then week 16 um, at home to the Las Vegas Raiders. That is Christmas Eve prime time. So that's going to be 1.20 a.m. on Christmas Day. I'm going to be watching <laughs> that, which is hideous. So that is going to be a loss because I just know 4 a.m. on Christmas morning, I'm going to be depressed. So, yeah, that'll be a loss. Well, I've got to wait till 6pm on Christmas Day to see my team lose to Aaron Rodgers. So I think we'll both have very depressing Christmas days when it comes <laughs> to the NFL side of things. Um, week, finally, week 17, on the road to the Baltimore Ravens. Oh well, yeah, okay. I'll be. I said we'd win at Heightsfield, so we'll lose it. We'll lose at the uh, MT Bank. And then finally, week eighteen, a home game against the Cleveland Browns. We'll shut them out and put fifty past them. <laughs> no, no, we'll, we'll, <laughs> um, no. I, I have the Steelers winning, um, but that really is dependent on how long Deshaun Watson's suspension is, because by that point he's either going to be out the whole year or maybe he's out half the season so he might be back by then but as of right now I think he'll be suspended the year so I'm going to back the Steelers to win that Fantastic so that means you've got your team down as finishing 10-7 and I mean that's fairly respectable with the AFC that might not be enough I do think 11 wins will guarantee you but 10 wins might not worth the NFC you might get in with 9 wins so um and you mentioned before, so are you sticking with your guest wild card spot for the Steelers this year? Well, weirdly, I said, I said when we were going through it, I said, we won't lose nine games and we might have enough to sneak into wild card. So 10 and 7 is pretty much bang on what I was thinking. So yeah. that actually has worked out quite well. Um, yeah, it's going to be one of the, hopefully we're not sitting there watching the final primetime game, hoping it's not a tie like last year. Um, well, that game was amazing. Try getting I love the that playoffs. Game. But uh, but um, no, if, even if we do or don't, I mean, this is going to be an interesting season. I think we're going to surprise some people. The Steelers are being slept on. Um, as they were and have been for a few years now. Um, yeah, watch this space. I think they'll be, they'll be quite impressive. Again, is it going to be enough to win the division? Possibly not. I have the Ravens winning the AFC North. Um because I think injury-free, um, you've got Lamar Jackson, you've got rid of a few of the deadwood that were there last year. Um, and I, I genuinely think the Ravens are going to be the one to watch in our division. And then it's a battle between us and the Bengals for second place. And um, yeah, I'm not going to say much more about the Browns, but uh, <laughs> I'll leave that to whichever Browns person you bring on in the weeks to come. Yeah, I think Browns are probably... Not the best team to talk about right now in terms of the whole off the field stuff. I mean, I'm sure you guys know that more than anyone else about stuff like that going on. So, um, yeah, we'll leave that at that. But that has been our first edition of our 2022 season previews. Um, so thank you, Freddie, for coming on, for being our inaugural guest on this series. A pleasure.
And yeah, so we'll catch you shortly for our next season preview. So thank you, Freddie, once again, and we'll see you next time.